Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Eddie Gonzalez, and you're listening to Keeping It G, where we'll talk about sports, current events, and sometimes just random shit. Hope you enjoy. Do you have money that's just sitting around and you don't know what to do with it? Well, look no further. I have the solution for you. You can donate it to the Keeping It G podcast. That's right. Just go ahead and go to the link in my bio on Instagram or Twitter, and it'll pop up. I appreciate the support. Thank you. stop it right there uh that was a little snippet of what i performed today um first round of the concerto competition uh played at two departmental which is something we have here at unt I'll, I'll discuss what it is later on in this podcast uh that what you just heard was concerto for tuba and strings by a real plow or arl plow however you want to pronounce it uh, one of my favorite pieces to perform i had to do it by memory to like a seven minute the first movement seven min- minutes Second movement's about like four, and then the third movement is about like another six or seven. So in total, it's like a maybe like 19, 20 minutes. But I only had to perform the first movement uh, by memory. So yeah, that's what I've been working on. That's why I wasn't really, that's why I hadn't put on an episode, because it's just, you know, trying to get the memorization down. Um, one of the things I, I really had to focus on was realizing that or really understanding what it what happens to me when I get nervous. I'm not going to lie. I get nervous when I get up on stage every single time. Um, it's gotten better since my freshman year, obviously. And I never really got on, up on stage like and played by myself, you know, in front of a lot of people until I got to UNT. And it's especially, I think, it's more scary. Well, first, let me explain to you what Tuba Departmental is. Tuba Departmental here at UNT is basically every Monday at noon, all the tubas here at North Texas, I think there's like 43 of us, that's undergrads, graduates, and some of the professors, we meet in the, I guess our concert hall, one of our concert halls, and we basically, like, we either have, there's something each week, every Monday, we have like A2 day, where we just play a random etude, um, or 
we have like mock auditions like orchestral or band excerpts and we kind of compete against each other or we have what we had today which is a concerto competition hearing which is basically UNT has this big concerto competition the winner gets to play with one of the orchestras in February I believe and for those of you who don't know a, a concerto is basically you're sitting in front of the whole orchestra and they're kind of accompanying you while you play the solo part um something I've always wanted to do something I know I will do in the future I'm you know speaking it out there and putting it out there um and it, it's at the same time it's also so scary to think of doing it because you know, it's just you sitting in front of the whole orchestra. Like where the conductor's at, you're sitting right next to him. And all eyes are on you, all the focus is on you. You have the main parts and the solo and all of that. So in the recording you just heard, the piano part, that's like a, I guess that's like the orchestra part, but it's for piano. You know, it's redacted for piano. Um, so obviously the goal is to win and, you know, play with the orchestra. But if I don't win, I'll, you know, I'm, I'm sure that I'll, play in my life you know I'll play a couple concertos in my life with an orchestra with any orchestra really um so going back to tuba departmental and like you know what it is or whatever it, it's kind of for me especially like I, I guess tying it all in with anxiety and all that stuff playing in front of those guys like tuba players especially I play tuba by the way in case you didn't know that instrument you heard was a tuba um playing in front of those guys like that they know what i guess i'm playing because some of most of them have played what i'm playing and like i don't really know where i like i don't know why it's like how i started this but i'm just gonna you know keep talking <laughs> but i think like performing in front of all those guys has really helped my anxieties i don't say go down because I'm, i think i still get just as anxious every single time it's just a matter of dealing with it. And I think that's the most important thing is realizing that, hey, look, you know what? I'm going to get anxious no matter what, but let me figure out what I could do to, you know, take some precautions or, you know, kind of just adjust to it. Like me, for example, the way I get anxious um, is I get like a dry mouth. My hand starts to shake, like the one where I press my valves and stuff. It starts to shake. Um... I also get like tunnel vision sometimes, not not as much anymore. Actually, not at all, really. But it's usually just dry mouth. And for you brass players who know, like having a dry mouth while playing, like fucking sucks. Like it's kind of hard to do. So um, there's a lot of things. And it, it took me a long time to realize that, okay, these are the common things that always happen to me. And as I've gotten older and as I've gotten like more mature and, you know, gotten better at my instrument, I've I've done things or I do things before I'm about to perform in front of people um, that kind of like help me, you know, relax, I guess. Um, whenever I'm walking out on stage, for those of you who have ever performed, uh, you walk out there and as soon as you walk, start walking out there, they start clapping, blah, 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 clap, 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 clap. You turn, you bow to them, then you sit down and you get ready to play. While as they're clapping, I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm just, you know, trying to relax and I'm, I'm singing in my head the first note that I have to play. That's my thing. I don't know what you, who, if you're any instrumentalists or singers or whoever's listening. For me, that's what I do. Is I sing, I get that note right in my head, you know, and just sing it as best as I can in my head. I sit down, I tune with the piano, whatever you need to do, empty out my spit. And I've been singing that note for maybe about a good 30, 45 seconds. Because for me, it's crucial to start off the piece, like, beautifully. 
or you know with the right note right articulation right everything because if i don't do that for me personally i know it's going to throw me off for a, a good couple you know maybe three or four measures and i don't need that i need it to be spot on whatever note it may be so that's something i do um going back to like tuba departmental there's 42 other guys I'm, i make it 43 there's 42 other guys in there who you know know what i'm playing and have probably played it before and probably can pull up the music in front of them if they want to and i think that's one of the great things about having to do tuba departmental is i get more nervous playing in front of those guys than i do like playing for anyone else or playing for like random people mainly because i know they know when i mess up because if i mess up and you don't know what i'm playing i, I think i could sell it pretty well that oh maybe this is what he meant to do but playing in a room full of people who know what you're supposed to be playing to, who know what note is supposed to come next or, you know, where the slur is supposed to be or where the articulation is supposed to be or, you know, where you're supposed to rest and all that. And you mess up on that. That's more stressful to me personally, because it's like, damn, like those are my friends out there. And, you know, as much as, you know, we love to help each other out and stuff, it's also like, you know, like a healthy, healthy, friend, friendly competition in a way. Um we all want each other to succeed, which is great here at UNT. Like, a um, bunch of the guys were always helping each other out, you know, practicing with each other, giving each other, like, not, like, I guess, we're giving each other lessons, honestly. I guess you can call them that. And just, like, hey, man, like, you know what? If you're having trouble with this, no, do this, blah, 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 you know. So it's a real, like, healthy environment. But at the same time, like, I just don't want, I don't know. I think it's more like, I don't want to embarrass myself in front of them, if that makes sense. And it's kind of like, a little over dramatic and you know a little over the top but you know this is something that i really care about and i think getting anxious is just comes is a part of it of showing how much i care about it and how wanting to succeed now i'm not saying like i get super anxious to where it throws off my performance like that's not the case and it's never really been the case because i've learned to deal with it over the years like you know I, just like how i said singing the note in my head at the beginning um days before i'm about to play or something I, I drink as much water as I can days before and I make sure I'm super hydrated days before because really if I drink water right before it'll it'll throw it off and it'll throw off your pH balance and all that stuff there's like a weird science behind it I don't know like if it's true but it, it's it's true for me and either way like I think I don't know if like the correct if it's like correct but it takes your body about 24 hours to get hydrated so let's say I start drinking water today I won't be fully hydrated until tomorrow around this time like my body won't feel it. Like it won't take effect until an hour or a day later. So for me, I really do like to hydrate, you know, a couple of days before, three days before. I mean, I'm always drinking water to begin with, but that's what I do. Um, I also avoid, you know, stuff that can, you know, suck the hydration out of me, I guess, if that makes sense. I, I know tomatoes, like tomato sauce, all that stuff it does that to you. Um, anything salty, salty foods, stuff high that are high carbs, um, caffeine, especially when I know I'm about to perform, I avoid all that stuff, um, which is kind of hard cause I love coffee, but I've noticed if I drink coffee, you know, a couple of days before or a day before I just, it makes everything worse. It kind of, you know, magnifies all the issues that I have. Um, and you know, I've realized this over time cause I get to perform so many times here at UNT uh, it sounds like a, an ad for UNT, honestly, like, hey, guys, come to UNT. It's not, but it's just it's just the reality. I perform maybe, you know, I get up in front of people once a week, at least in departmental. 
then we have chamber concerts, then we have like regular band concerts. Um, that's not including any competitions, and then you got juries. Um, it's just it's really great to have all these you know opportunities to perform in front of people because as much as you practice or as much as you you know I guess and this is more general too as much as you train or practice whether you're giving like speeches or giving presentations or like performing like me um, no matter how much you practice or no matter how much you prepare or you know rehearse whatever word you want to use it doesn't matter if like you've never really done it like live before there's nothing like live reps and like in football for example that's why preseason football is there it's to give those guys that probably won't see any reps in the regular season like to give them live reps because you learn more from the live reps than you do spending hours in a practice room because i can practice all day in a practice room or practice in my dorm or practice you know i could even practice in the concert hall where i'm about to perform and i could you know oh, this is the way it's going to sound tomorrow, blah, 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 whatever. But the reality is it's it's different once you get on stage in front of people. Everything changes. It's always different. And I think doing that over time and realizing, oh, okay, you know what, there's some patterns here. Whenever I get nervous, I play louder or, you know, I tongue a little harder or uh, for if like you're speaking, like I speak louder, I speak too fast or I talk too fast. Um, And realizing that, okay, this is what I do. And over time kind of realizing let me practice it this way let me practice it slower because i know that i'm gonna rush or i know that i'm gonna get louder so let me practice it softer and it's kind of getting prepared for what's to come because it's kind of inevitable it really is um there's some people out there that say they don't get nervous performing (sighs) see the thing with that i believe it there's some people that maybe don't just get as nervous or they're just like so confident in themselves that no you know what i got this and that's great great for them but i know a lot of people who aren't like that especially like me included um and that's just it's not a bad thing it's really not and i think like i was always told not by everyone but by some people like if you get anxious or if you you know get all that it's because you truly care about your success and like you just want to do good like and i just want to do good when i perform i don't want to go out there and you know suck like because then that's what people think of me you know they don't hear me like working you know hours a day to you know get better they only hear the performances and so i need to make sure the performances you know truly represent what i can do on my instrument and i think that's one of the hardest things to do because it's one of the most frustrating things too because like let's say and i'm sure everyone's had one like a bad a bad run at something and you know you've played it better in the practice room or you played it better in your lesson and you just have a bad run on it during the performance, but that's it. Like once you do it, that's it. You can't take it back. So that's like one of the most frustrating things. And I think that's one of the hardest things about, you know, being either a musician, a public speaker, any of that stuff. Cause once you do it, it's done. Like you can't be like, Oh, you know what guys? Like, let me, let me run it again. Cause I could do it better. Cause I mean, that's, that's not, that's not, that's not what happens in the real world. So I think just understanding, you know, what happens to you when you get nervous, um, practicing like doing live runs um i remember i think a couple years three years ago one of the dma students here um he talked to us maybe for like five minutes just briefly at one of the departmentals and he's like it may not seem like much but practice in front of other people like practice in front of your grandma in front of your parents in front of you know your dog or just 
<laughs> like your friends or whoever. And he's like, just practice and, you know, perform, do runs of whatever you're playing in front of them. And he's like, you think it might be like, oh, it's just my parents and stuff, but like just playing in front of everybody, like in front of anybody, it, some of that anxiety might still show up and you can kind of like, oh, okay, I know what to do here because you kind of practiced it already, you know? Um, another thing like too is when I record myself, I don't know who, if anyone else feels like this when they're like on their instrument, this is more towards like instrumentalist. But when I'm practicing, I record myself a lot and I listen back to it later on just to see like, okay, how I really sound or, you know, sometimes the mic picks up things that the ear doesn't. So sometimes it's kind of harsh because you're like, damn, I thought I sounded good, but you know, you actually sound like shit. Um, <laughs> it kind of sucks and I don't like recording myself, but I just make the most progress that way and I feel like most people do. But anyways, I could be practicing and, you know, hitting, making a run or something like, you know, and playing it almost perfectly. And as soon as I pull out my phone to record, it like goes to shit almost. And it's like almost as if all the anxiety that I usually get performing in front of people kind of creeps out a little bit when I pull out the, like what I'm recording. And I think the only reason behind that is because I know that I'm recording and I want it to be the best that I can it can be. So I think I kind of start to overthink it a little bit um so it it's kind of like it's kind of tricky it really is it's just i'm still figuring it out as i go um i don't know if you heard in the recording there's like a, a low ass note I, I didn't hit it right away like i kind of i was like bah, and then it kind of eased into it um that's just because like my mouth was so dry my mouth was super dry during all of that but i i have just learned how to play with my, with a dry mouth, which was weird because I never practiced that way. Usually when I'm practicing, my, you know, my mouth is like wet, you know, that's what she said. But it's just, I don't know where I'm going with any of this, but I think it's just, it's important for people to realize that, you know, it's okay to get anxious. It's okay to get nervous. It's okay to get stage fright, whatever you want to call it. And yeah, there's like a bunch of, you could take like beta blockers and all this shit that stops you from getting anxious. But the thing about beta blockers, if you ever heard of them, um, they they can give you ED, which is erectile dysfunction, and I don't want that because, you know, that sucks. So I, and I think I'm doing just fine, you know, performing the way I am. Yeah, I get a little anxious, but for me, like, as soon as I play those first couple notes and I do it and, like, I play the notes and I, oh, I'm like, oh, this is nice. All the confidence in the world just comes and I'm like, nah, I know this, especially when you're playing something from memory. A lot of the times, like, it, it's hard playing things from memory in front of people because you really want to focus on the notes and get it right. Like that's your main priority is playing the right notes. But at the same time, if you overthink it, you're just going to mess yourself up. And if you've truly practiced it and you truly know it, you can kind of just not think about it and let your muscle memory come into play, which is what I did today, honestly. Like it's just, I know that piece so well that I could rewrite it out with all the dynamic markings, with all, you know, all the notes, everything. And there's a, there's a good quote by actually a, a Dr. Brian Bowman, who was the euphonium professor here at UNT. Um, he retired. Now it's David Childs, for those of you who, who know him. Um, and he said, you truly don't know a piece. Like, you truly don't have it memorized until you can write it down and rewrite it. And with all the dynamic markings, with all the measure numbers, with all the rehearsal numbers, um, with all the notes, with all the accents, with everything. And he's like, you, can't, you, don't, you don't have it memorized until you can do that.
And he said that maybe like two, three years ago. And I was like, nah, it doesn't need to be that memorized. But I've come to realize that when you're playing something memorized, it kind of does. Because you can just kind of let your fingers do the work. And you just play because you know it. Like you can sing it in your head and muscle memory just kicks in. And you don't really have to worry about it. Especially when you, let's say you mess up a note. And if you've ever performed before and you mess up, usually what happens most of the time or whoever's performing, if they miss a note, the following measures are kind of crappy because they're so focused on like, oh my God, I messed up. Oh my God, oh my God. And their mind's there. Their mind's at that like, holy shit, like that's it. Like I messed up, blah, blah, blah. And so they're not truly focused on, you know, thinking about the notes. So if they had that mentality the whole time of thinking of every single note and then they messed up, they're going to be thrown off for the next couple measures because they were thinking about it too much. So yeah, you can mess up and messing up is fine. You learn from your mistakes, whatever, all that. But if you have muscle memory to like to help you, you can recover so quickly, which I, today I messed up a little bit. I'm not going to lie. And my muscle memory kicked in like a note after. And I was like, oh, cool. You know, that was that was nice. Like literally it was like, okay, I, I was going to, I was going to, I was going to actually play that part of the, the piece, but I was like, no, 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 that's, that's too, I'm not down for that. But so the way it was, is like, it's like a seven minute piece, right? Maybe like six minutes and 40 seconds. I played hardly any mistakes. So I was pretty happy about that. Then, damn, it's hard to talk about this, but it's the truth. I messed up. I messed up a note. And it kind of, I was like, oh shit, I messed up. Cause I wasn't thinking about it. I was like, oh shit, I just played, I just, wow. I really just cracked that note. And so as the music kept going, it's almost over. Like the song, the first movement's almost over. And the, the way this movement ends, the piano and I, we end in unison. So that means it was like, we end together on the same note. So it's like, dun, 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 dun. That's how it ends, right? So I knew like, all right, I don't care what the fuck goes on for this next 15 seconds. I just need to make sure that I end with her, um, with my accompanist, whatever. And so, yeah, like six minutes and 40 seconds, whatever. And then I, I mess up and I kind of fumble the notes after just a little bit. Cause I'm like, I wasn't thinking about it. Like I really wasn't thinking about the piece and muscle memory was like trying to press down the fingerings and it, they were, they was pressing down the right fingerings. It's just my mouth wasn't playing the right notes, if that makes sense. Because you need to have both doing the same thing at the same time. So I was playing them and I was like, this doesn't sound right. And I was like, holy shit. And I was like, ah, okay. So there was like a bar of rest and I came back in and I recovered nicely. The last maybe 10 measures were solid of the piece. Ended right with her. And as soon as I got up, like I just smiled and laughed because I was like, you know, that's that's funny, you know kind of like this whole piece i played it there's some hard hard shit in there and like i got that down but it was the very end which is kind of easy because it's just like a recapitulation of the beginning and i messed it up like you know it's just kind of like all right you know whatever um even my professor like we looked at each other and he kind of smiled like one of those like don't worry about it you know and those are always good to get but yeah and, and like it was just it was funny to me and I think that's another thing too, like knowing, realizing that, yeah, you messed up, but you know, so what? And I used to beat myself up all the time for messing up during performances. 
and I used to, you know, be super duper hard on myself. Uh, I'm not saying like I don't care anymore, but I, I just now realize that, hey, you know what? You know, for six minutes and 40 seconds, I, I left my best out there, but, you know, it didn't, it ended well too. There was just a little, little hiccup here and there, and that happens, and that's normal. And I shouldn't be, you know, so mad at myself because of that, because there's nothing I can do. Like, there's no mad, there's no reason in, in it letting it, in it, wait, English is hard, hold on. In letting it ruin my day because I can't change anything about it. Like, it's over, it's done. Now, I have recordings of it and stuff, and, you know, I, I'll probably, you know, edit that part out. No, I'm just kidding. No, but what that goes to show, too, is, like, I really need to work on the end and really memorize the end. Like, I thought I had to memorize, but obviously not well enough, you know? Um, but for those of you who are wondering, I did advance to, you know, the next round of whatever. So we'll be we playing again October 11th. Playing. This time we'll be playing in front of all the brass faculty, um, which should be fun, which is, should also be less intimidating for me personally because the trombone players probably really don't know this piece that well. You know, the French horn players, the trumpet players, the trumpet professors, you know, French horn professors, they probably don't know this piece that well. Um, my professor, I don't really get nervous playing in front of him because I have lessons with him every single week. Uh, so I've kind of learned to just play in front of him. Um, so that's why I said, you know, playing in front of my peers, my tuba peers, especially, um, that's more, more stressful than anything. You know, I'd rather play in front of a room full of like random people than tuba players because they know what I'm playing and they know like if a note's out of tune, especially, or if I pressed on the wrong, like they know, they just know even, even like the worst of players, like they can tell, I'm not saying we have bad players here at UNT because everyone's pretty damn good, but any two a player in the world can like if they've looked at this piece or they've played it or they heard it they can be like nah, I don't know about that one that seemed like a wrong note to me um so I mean that's pretty much it uh sorry for the delay with the the podcast it's been like six days I think but like I said I was rehearsing and you know practicing and trying to memorize this concerto I hope you enjoyed my little performance I think it was like a minute and 30 seconds I hope I don't get like copyright but I don't think so because it's like me performing it. So who knows? Um, it's not like these are sponsored or anything, so it doesn't matter. Um, but if you have, you know, if you want to share how you deal with anxiety or, you know, stress while you're performing or talking or performing in front of class, whatever, whatever it may be. And you're like, hey, Eddie, like, you know, I I chug three ounces of vodka right before. Well, three ounces isn't a lot or something. But if you do some weird technique and it works for you, like, go ahead and share it with me. I'm not saying I'm going to try it, but I, I just want to know, like, you know, what other people are doing. Um, a couple of my friends here at UNT, like, they get dry mouth, but they take a water bottle up there with them while they're performing. For me personally, like, I feel like if I drink even more water, it'll just make my mouth even more dry. And I haven't really, like, practiced that. So I think that's something I, if I want to, I'd need to incorporate it in my practice, too. Um, so I don't know. There's a bunch of techniques that you can do. A lot of people figure out their own thing. Um I think it's important, too, to share what you do with other people. We do here at UNT. Um, damn, it really fucking sounds like an ad. Like, here at UNT, we strive for excellence, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but, so UNT, if you're listening to this, go Mean Green. I love you. You're the best school ever. Sponsored. No, it's not sponsored. Um, but, yeah, I think we'll wrap it up there. Um, performance anxiety, that's what it is. I, I deal with it. Uh, I'm not ashamed of it, obviously. I can still perform at a high level, I think, uh, as you heard there. 
I hope the quality is good too. I, I don't know. I had like a like a bad angle from where I was recording. It's like a big hall and like I was kind of off to the side. So I, I don't know. Um, didn't sound too bad for my phone, but I don't know how it's going to sound like through Spotify or whatever. So whatever the case may be, you know, don't judge me too hard. I'm, I'm still learning, still trying to get better every single day. Um, but yeah, if you deal with anxiety, just know that just keep working on it and just accept it and try not to really focus on it too much while you're performing. And, you know, you'll be golden. Stay golden, pony boy.